Bush and Richie here with your Hometime Show podcast. Something I've just noticed during the show, right? And you're going to hear this show now. Uh, we're both a little bit tired because we were out missing out on an awards night last night. Uh, so what we were doing is, and I hope you don't mind us doing this, when the songs were on, we were sitting down. Mm-hmm. And then a little bit like Westlife on a key change, we are getting back up again, doing the talky bits, and then sitting back down like in Nan. Now, really, because you guys are listening to the podcast version of this show, all you're hearing, actually, is the the, the, the stood-up bits. That's a good point. So this yeah. is this what you're about to hear now is 100% stood-up. But yeah. what people who are listening live would have got us kind of sighing and sitting down again like... Oh, really? I mean, they're kind of hearing the match of the day edit, really, aren't they? The, the absolute highlights package. The good bits, yeah. But we just wanted to ask, you know, if you don't sit down at all in your job, tell us. If you sit down but don't stand up at all in your job, tell us, conversely, you want to hear either side of that, the yin or the yang. If you get up and down during the course of the day, no offence, we'll do a phone on that at some point in the future. Currently not interested in it. <laughs> Hometime at absoluteradio.co.uk. Just to recap, if you fully sit down, don't stand up, interested. If you stand up but never sit down, interested. Halfway house. Another Move time. On. Just another time. Absolute Radio. They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Big TV reunion tonight then. So it's the Friends reunion, right? I don't really know anything about it. I watched Friends quite a bit back in the day. It, you always see Friends on VHS cassette uh, in second-hand shops, cherry shops, the, the whole box set and everything. Uh, I don't. It's not an actual program tonight of like a new episode of Friends, is it? I don't believe it is. I believe it's James Corden sat with them in character on the set talking wow. about how life is now. Fantastic. That sounds <laughs> right, doesn't it? I think I've got that right. Look, so obviously Friends is is it's a it's a big part of kind of yeah. pop culture and everything. The way that they called the episodes was, was quite a cool thing. So we thought we'd try and work that in and mark the occasion in the first hour of home time this evening. So do us this favour, right? With it being the Friends reunion this evening, please add the main thing that you've done in the past 24 hours, the main activity, to the one where they dot, 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 to create your own Friends episode. <laughs> See how your day would sound out loud as an actual episode of Friends. The one where they ate off a hangover. Is that what you've been doing today? Fried breakfast pizza at lunch and a, a, an immoral amount of biscuits and tea this afternoon. I, I left you and our boss Paul in the pub and yeah. our producer Adam as well and uh, you both had just your kind of quite grey suits on. You look like you'd, uh, you'd been at like a police convention. <laughs> you, look, you look like two DCIs from Line of Duty. The thing with the pubs reopening and the thing with the the fact that none of us have been in them for so long is I haven't had a consecutive amount of Guinness for quite a while. Uh-huh. So the results today have meant I've, need, I've needed food. I like your voice today. It's got an undercurrent of tide and emotional. <laughs> uh, maybe, maybe a statement to the press in sunglasses on the steps <laughs> a little bit later on of Golden Square. Uh, what about, for me, it'd be the one where they ate sausage rolls on the train home last night. <sighs> it's awful. I had to buy four <laughs> sausage rolls from Co-op and then eat them on my lap to the horror of other customers on the train on the C2C last night. In your defence, we didn't eat last night. It's a good point. So I had to eat at some point. Joe says the one where they tell you you don't have the appropriate systems access and authorizations to do those tasks that you're asked to do. It's a long episode title, Joe. Work-based. So, <laughs> add the main thing you've done in the past 24 hours to the one were they and see how your day sounds as a Friends episode. Jordan in Essex says the one where he spent money on a golf lesson and was still rubbish. Oh, surely this is a long-term, golf's a long-term thing. Can't just have one lesson and be, uh, <laughs> oh, uh, need to think of a golf player. Uh, Tiger Woods. That'll do. Um... <laughs> 
Kirsty says the one where they screamed at the computer many, many times. A lot of people having computer issues today, mm. including me playing the friends' uh, bed. Tim and Chester, the one where they sat in their pants eating pot noodles. I, I could actually see that as an episode. I think that'd be fantastic. <laughs> Helen in Sutton says the one when you went to sort your ingrown toenail. Oh, is, is she sorting it herself or is she going to someone who's going to sort it for her? I'm taking it that she's sorting it herself and it's not an episode I'm Sky Plusing. I don't want to watch that either. <laughs> Marie says the one where she puts petrol in her car instead of diesel. Ouch. <laughs> and then this one, this is they don't give any further information, not even their name, nothing like that. Just leave it hanging there. They say the one where they get to eat steak and buy a crystal egg. Oh, what a Thursday. Matt, yours in the form of a Friends episode, please. The one where I dealt with rats. Right. The one where you dealt with rats, is this you, uh, maybe someone's told on you at work, or are you talking about actual rats? Well, I mean, I kind of wish it was the former. Uh, no, actual rats. Uh, my, my day job is to deal with rats in pest control, and uh, sometimes it's a bit more intense than others. OK, so my next yeah. question. Have you been... I know a little bit about rats, because I, I, I used to be obsessed with rats. You have used you, to be obsessed with rats? Have you been dealing with the rat king today? That's kind of a myth, the rat king. You're kidding me! Rat. You're kidding no, me! Is this the one that was in the sewers and taught the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles how to do Kung Fu? No, that was Master oh, Splinter. Uh, oh, that was a yes, good point. Yeah, no, I mean, I wouldn't be able to take him on. <laughs> is, is this... A rat king, isn't that where all their tails are tied together? Yeah, and there's and about they, 12 of them. And they yeah. act in unison. So you're saying that's made up? As far as I know. I mean, maybe I'm just too low down their chain to, to <laughs> not have met them. Um, but so far in the few years I've been doing it, there's no one that I know has, has met a rat king. What is the biggest rat you've ever seen and where was it? Uh, I would say it was probably a, the size of a good cat, if I'm oh. honest. It was, it was quite airy. A uh, good cat. Yeah, uh, probably on a farm. I can't remember where he was. But, um, yeah, they're, they're, sometimes they are quite large. <laughs> wow. It's been great talking to you, Matt, yeah. but the thought of a cat-sized rat is where I believe we should end this call. Also, keep an eye out for Absolute Radio Rat, a niche <laughs> new radio station popping up soon. <laughs> I, I expect to hear Roland. Yes, good point. Uh, this one says the one where they are on their way home to pack for a holiday tomorrow. Oh, envious. Isn't that a great feeling? Look, especially if you do that thing where you leave a suitcase out in the lounge for a, a few days just yeah. to get some stuff together. <laughs> and also, Simon says for him, it would be the one where he dislocated his knee, bringing the washing in. Not so envious. Not so envious. Ryan, your episode title, please. It's the one where we tried to build a shed, failed, and give up till tomorrow. <laughs> OK. So what, in terms of... Well, let's start at the beginning. And what happened with the shed? With the point where you actually gave up? What happened there? Well, it was um, it's a double shed, should I say? It's a, it's a summer house attached to a shed. Right. Wow. And so we got the base built and ended up trying to build the top, and then got through the instructions. Said we had to detach the base to put the roof on. Right. <laughs> so we uh, got the end to the end of our day and decided to give up. Okay. And you're gonna keep going tomorrow. Yeah, we're going to have another go crack at it tomorrow, yeah. Who's your, who's your mate in this? He sounds like you're saying we, it's you and who else? Yeah, it's me, me and my mate Craig. All right, is Craig slightly demoralised? You sound a bit demoralised by the whole shed building thing today, Ryan. Yeah, we kind of given up, so I'm just walking the dog at the minute. And uh, Whose who's shed is it, though? Are you building it for Craig or is Craig helping you build it for you? No, we got hired to build it. My <laughs> word, paying you. <laughs> now we're getting to the heart of the matter. Wow. Oh, wow. Now he's walking the dog. Unbelievable. Yeah, I've, got, I've, got, I've got to call him here. Winston, come here. Worst tradespeople we've ever come across. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're not going to lie.
Well, we are actually quite excited about the fact that it's nearly the weekend. It's nearly a bank holiday weekend. Obviously, it's half term for many next week. Now, for many, because it is half term next week, there are many parents like myself who have children at home today who are going through their last day of school. Yeah. Oh, it's making me feel old. I don't want to make it all about me. This is exciting for my older two kids who... Uh, one just about to finish their A-levels, one about to finish their GCSEs, obviously greys later in the summer. But one way or another, for both of them, today and tomorrow, last days at school. Do you know what? I still remember my last day at school. I absolutely loved it. It was an amazing little watershed moment in my life. See, this is the thing. Like, you and I probably cherish memories of going around and, I don't know, signing shirts and all this kind of thing. I'm getting sent, like, videos on Insta and all sorts of them getting up, doing, like, you know, TikToks or, or whatever. It's, we didn't have that. We just had the simplicity of signing a shirt. A TikTok was a strong cup of tea. <laughs> but, I mean, like, for me, final day of school at Torquay, in uh, um, uh, Cuffin Main School in Torquay, signed shirts. I've still got the signed shirt by all my friends. So you should. Which is an amazing thing. And then we went and had a massive game of football at Tor Abbey Meadows. Yep. Uh, this is something that is uh, happening certainly with my son. He's he's had some massive, seems like thirty three a side game of football on the, <laughs> on the school pitch. And all that it's kind so of stuff. fleeting though because like I'm always saying this to my eldest. Um, she's eleven. So she's got ages to go before she gets involved in any of this kind of like leaving school lark. But it, the kid bit. Like when you don't have all any responsibilities and you mm. can just muck about, it goes so quick. It's and next thing you know, you've got jobs and have to get up for stuff and everything. Do you know what I mean? This so. is exactly what I've been saying today. Go out and enjoy your daylight today. Play the Champions League music off your phone while you're playing football at the school <laughs> pitch, and you've got no worries because they'll come. They'll come soon, my friends. I feel like we're like the two old fellas in the Muppets <laughs> up in the, up in the exactly uh, wings. You know what I mean? But those last days, they're special days. So let's let's all share some last day memories uh, this evening. Whether it was your last day at school, it could be the last day in a job somewhere, maybe you got a great send-off, a great surprise gift, maybe there was a great prank played or something or other, share those last day memories with us. SpongeBob on Twitter says, Guys, I left a job after three years at the Royal Horse Guards Hotel and was gifted a four and a half litre bottle of whiskey. Four and a half litre. Wow. We were talking about them the other day. Whatever happened to them big bottles? You used to put pound coins <laughs> All been given away from that place. Yeah, he's got them. <laughs> uh, and then apparently the page pastry staff made a calculator cake too. Oh, that's nice. What is that? <laughs> calculator. A, a cake in the shape of a calculator. What is going on today? <laughs> uh, Duncan says, last day of school, after GCSEs, uh, I bought a blow-up doll into oh. assembly. Stay with it. <laughs> her name was Mandy. That was the, the name was unnecessary. Right. We dressed her up in a school uniform and smuggled her in so none of the teachers knew. Halfway through the final school assembly, threw her into the air. She was passed around <laughs> school. There was bedlam for half an hour. Home time with Bob. Bush and Richie. Hey Bush and Richie, removing the biology department skeleton was a rite of passage at my school. My year, we got it onto the roof. Wow, that beats uh, Mandy the blown up doll from <laughs> earlier on, doesn't it? Chris says, going back to school, penultimate day at high school, uh, the head teacher pulls the year group into assembly. He says, right, off you all go, don't come back tomorrow. To everyone's amazement, trying to preempt anything kicking off. So we all congregated in the nearby woods, drinking off cider and generally messing around. <laughs> That's nice. Uh, Matt says it was water pistol fights in assembly 
and then onto the school roof uh, for him many, many years ago. Times have changed. Blimey. Uh, also had someone dressed as a school caretaker with a bag on their head and they came on stage to sweep up around the headmaster during the final assembly. Oh, there's something else. Oh, they're special days. Adam, what happened? Well, uh, mine was uh, 2007, uh, school uh, Bishop Throne in Worcester, um, and it was uh, predominantly getting T-shirts signed, uh, also gluing our D&T teacher's uh, desk, really, anything on his desk, carving our names in anything wooden, and then uh, the 50 pole for a few beverages. Fantastic. What a day out that is. <laughs> Imagine you are playing the 15th hole of a golf course. <laughs> Wonderful afternoon, and then suddenly you see a load of Herberts <laughs> who have been gluing things to their D&T teacher's desk. That is really not... That's going to ruin a round of we, golf. We used to drink on golf courses, though, when I grew, when I was, a, like, a, a teenager of illegal age in Devon. Of, of, of illegal age, of, of illegal course, age, yeah. yeah, but, like, we used to drink... We used of to go course. to golf course. What is it about golf courses and drinking? Well, a 50th hole was the furthest away from anywhere, so you could see the groundsman or, you know, you, you could see the sirens. But hear the sirens and see the lights. <laughs> lovely. What a, a lovely thought. Lisa, someone in your house is celebrating today, aren't they? I have, yeah, Danny. Dan's leaving school tomorrow. OK, what school does Dan go to and uh, how does he feel yeah. about it all? Well, he goes to Manor Croft Academy. Right. Uh, yeah, he's excited. He's excited to leave school. Has <laughs> he got his Sharpie ready to sign shirts tomorrow? No, he says they're not doing it. He says there's no shirt signing taking place. What's that all about? This is unbelievable. He's missing it. Missing is he there? He is, yeah. Can you put him on? We should have a word with him. Yeah, one second. It's happening. Hey, mate. <laughs> all, right. all right, are you? Yeah, look, good to have you on. You're leaving school tomorrow, yeah? I am, mate, yeah. What's, what's, what's this we're in? Obviously, there's, there's been a breakdown in communication. You, you're definitely having a Sharpie for tomorrow for signing shirts and that, right? Uh, as far as I know, no. Listen, Dan, uh, if you lot are going around TikToking and, and all that kind of jazz, rather than Sharpie in shirts, trust us, you're missing out. You're missing out. Yeah. No, I don't do TikTok me. I'd rather sign shirts, but... What are you going to do then tomorrow? What's the game plan? What's the game plan? Go to school, yep. get home, go straight out. <laughs> <laughs> Fair play, can't argue oyster. Well yeah. done, fella. <laughs> what happens out there is uh, top secret. Good man, <laughs> good man. Well, listen, uh, have a good one. Enjoy it. Yeah, I will do, mate. And we are doing the Hometime Taxi Club. Dead simple, this. If you're selflessly... Uh, dropping people off, picking people up from various different locations this evening, and you never really get any credit, do get in touch with us and we'll give you the credit that you deserve. Uh, so the first driver that we are meeting tonight is uh, Nick. You've got a fare ready to pick up, Nick, that's right. Oh, I don't often do driving, certainly not at 11 o'clock at night. I've normally had a few beers by then. OK, well, what are you doing? What's your, your uh, selfless journey tonight? This is because my son is about 24-ish, uh, He's coming home from London for his dad's 60th birthday party, which is tomorrow, which is on Saturday. So I'm picking him up from the station. What a good mum I am. Oh, that's nice. An 11 o'clock pick-up on a Thursday night. That is something only a mother would do. True, true. Do you know what? I remember, though, those trips where you come back down to Devon from being at university, and then in the evening yeah. when you see your parents sat in the car, it's the nicest thing ever. You can run and jump in the back. No, you can have pasties and fresh orange juice on the couch and take it easy. Oh, I know. We're all so good, you see, as parents, aren't we? You are. You really are. Well, well done. You're in the taxi club. 
Yeah, so I don't often do it, so it's really nice to be in it. Gemma Pierce has tweeted to say, Bush and Richie, I think I win the Mum Taxi Run Award. This is my weekly schedule. She's sending a photo of what must be someone on her wall, mm-hmm. and she's got ballet, swimming, uh, tap, another bit of ballet. There's a tap exam on Sunday. Uh, she's never in the house, this woman, just <laughs> dropping her family around. That's very impressive. Uh, James, who are you ferrying tonight? What's going on? I've rushed home from work to pick up my son to take him to Gaelic training for the third time this week. Wow. Now, do you mean, like, learning to speak Gaelic language, or are we talking that one where they smack each other in the uh, face no. with hockey sticks? What they call what we call football. Gaelic football. Oh, the Gaelic no, football. Hurling. Hurling is the one with the sticks. Right. No, I just, I'm an no Everton fan, and, and Seamus Coleman, I think, want, used to play one of those two sports, like dead hard, and was really, really good at it and could have gone pro, but decided to join us and play football. Do they, does, he, does he turn up with lots of bruises and cuts and stuff with this kind of game? Yeah, not too not as, not as much as rugby, but it's not far off. Plenty of uh, mid-air collisions and uh, choking on gum shields. I've watched a little bit of Gaelic football on Sky Sports sometimes over the summer, and I have to say, it's brilliant. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Yeah, it's great. It's fast and it's furious. And they're only 10, these ones, but they give it everything and knock seven bells out of each other. Wow. They love it. 10-year-olds playing Gaelic football. That is hard. Brilliant. What do you do when it's on then? Do you sit in the car park in Yukagool listening to Absolute Radio? Yeah, I sit in the car and then I sneak off home and hope that somebody kindly will give them a lift back. (laughs) Fantastic parenting. We appreciate that. (laughs) Hard skills. Hard one skills. Some very impressive ferrying going on this evening, uh, particularly by Ellie in Daventry. Says, Bush, Richie, I'm just taking my mum for her second vaccination. Looking forward to some normality, so happy to uh, uh, provide the taxiing for that. Uh, Nick, explain to us, uh, who are you ferrying about? Um, I've just been to the station, picked up my daughter, Uh and uh, I've just dropped her off at the swimming pool where she teaches the teeny tinies as part of her Duke of Edinburgh award. Oh, what a great thing to do. How old's your daughter then doing that? Uh, she's 15. That's really good. When I was her age, I was trying to get uh, grow, people older than me to get me booze outside of uh, uh, news agents. So, well done to her. I'm a shambles. So, good on her. We salute her and we also salute you, not just for the pickup, but then also the drop off. It's a double taxiing. Well, and again, picking her up at half past seven. Didn't wow. think about that part of it. Very good. Have you got snacks on board? Have you got any mints that you can sit in the car and eat and stuff? She's thoroughly spoiled. I made homemade sausage rolls. So, she's had. Uh, a pack of sausage rolls before she goes in, so she's oh. not swimming on her stomach. This is ultimate dad behaviour, isn't it? It's fantastic. It's a great taxi too. Uh, we have to share. It's been the end of quite some twenty-four hours for uh, for Bush and myself. Uh, you would have heard heard us sharing on the show yesterday. Uh, worried that ties were about to go extinct. Yeah. Uh, as we were heading off to uh, our radio awards ceremony last night, we didn't. Need, need, neither bothered. <laughs> neither bothered. <laughs> but. Um, in the getting ready for it, I think we might have stumbled across a business opportunity that we should explore on further shows, and that is day hotels. Well, we had this situation. You might have had the same situation as well, where you know when you like you're in, you finish work earlier on in the day or whatever, and you just want to go and freshen up somewhere, mm-hmm. and then go somewhere later on, yeah. rather than carrying bags around, look like you might be sleeping in the car, <laughs> or, or at least try and cover up the fact that you might be sleeping in the car. So uh, Richie had booked a hotel yeah. near the venue, and he very kindly offered me to. Well, we had quite an awkward check-in together, <laughs> Mister. 
Mr. and Mr. Smith. <laughs> we, 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 we did, we did, yes. But you let me use your shower. And, I did. And we were thinking they should do this as a thing. Now, the only downside to it was I assumed, because I'd booked one hotel room for me and me only, but I assumed that there'd be two, two towels in there. Because yep. it was a double room. Um, and you could have one of those towels. Yep. I would then not touch it. Um, <laughs> it turns out that there was just the large towel and what I call the bum towel. There was just a little bum towel. Yeah. So <laughs> that's what I used. Yeah, Do you know the worst bit was? I had to use a little bum towel to get out of the shower because I didn't want to make a wet floor for you and get you cross. And then I had to then dry myself with the wet towel that yeah. was just too small anyway. So that's how our evening started off and it, uh, it got worse. From there? From there onwards. Uh, going back to the beginning of the podcast. Oh, OK. Regarding the uh, all sat down, all stood up yeah. uh, categorisation. Uh, if you are a crane driver, and by that I mean not driving a crane along a motorway, taking up a lane and a half. Oh, yeah. I'm talking about when the crane is fully erect and you are at the end of the jib. Yes. Are you laughing at jib or erect? Three lanes. Still laughing at three lanes. That's the podcast. <laughs> That's good. I like that. You've been listening to the Home Time Show on Absolute Radio. When you go home, you've been listening to the Home Time Show. The, the last, last bit, bit of the no guarantee. guarantee. Soon, May, your tea will come. You can watch TV in your tracky bottoms. Until then, we'll play you songs and maybe send you a tea towel. The Home Time Show is about the Essex Loop, the bird invasion, and I hate for Bing. In the Home Time Show, we speak of pundit shoes and a lass called Leona. Soon, May, your tea will come. You can watch TV in your tracky bottoms. Until then, we'll play you songs and maybe send you a tea towel.